Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey, y'all, I bought some noodles the other day from this Asian um, food store, and I was pleased because they said they only contained one ingredient, and that was sweet potato starch. And I love sweet potatoes. So I was picturing these like bright orange noodles, and I made a veggie stir fry to go with it. But (laughs) when I cooked the noodles, they were horrible. They looked like those clear hair elastics. And they were totally tasteless. You, uh, The kids were like gagging on them, like letting them go halfway down their throat and then they'd pull them back out because they were so <laughs> long and nasty. And so we ended up throwing all of them away. And I was thinking about as I was I had my hands in them and I was like, what could we use these for? If, you know, if it was Halloween, we could put olive oil in them and make them feel like brain or something. Um But I was thinking about that saying where you throw noodles against the wall and see what sticks. And it's meant to mean like you try a bunch of different things and see what sticks to encourage you to branch out, try some things, see which one holds your interest. But the problem with this, and I've seen it firsthand, is that a lot of things hold my interest. And I can't do one well if I'm doing 18 of them. And I keep learning this lesson over and over and over. Like right now, one of my New Year's, well, I've almost started New Year's resolutions. I've, I've thought about it. But one of them that's been on my list the last couple of years is I really want to take a pottery class. I took that in high school and I just want to get my hands in the clay and I want to make some mugs because I love my mugs that I buy from local potters. So I really want to do that. But I also really want to take a cooking class, you know, especially if it's like an Indian cooking class. I also really want to learn to paint with oils. And I can't paint, period. So for me to sign up for an oil painting class is kind of far-fetched. But um, I want a podcast. I want to keep writing. I want to start all these different groups. I want to teach and I want to learn. I want to travel, but I also want to have pets. I want to treat patients, and I want free time to explore new ways to heal people. So if I throw a whole colander full of these noodles at the wall and eight or ten of them stick, what does that tell me? It tells me I'm overloaded and I'm going to burn out quickly. So why not decide on which noodles you want to try first? Maybe prioritize the most fascinating or captivating thing and go for it first. Or maybe you do the one that's the easiest for you to do right now, especially if you have little kids at home. Maybe you do the one that you can do from home. 
maybe you do the one if, if finances are tight, you do the one that's, um, you know, you try the one that's the least expensive first. So if you try one and you think you can handle it, then maybe move on to the next thing. But the other thing was is that you have to be willing to give up the first thing rather than hold on to it and cling to it just for the sake of not quitting something. So my dad raised us to believe in sticking it out. You know, we were not allowed to quit anything we started until like the end of the year. So I wanted to quit cheerleading when I was in high school. I cheered for a couple of years and I realized quickly that it interfered with my social life because you had to go to all the Friday night football games if you were a cheerleader. And at that age, I wanted to go hang out with my friends in the some field and with a bonfire, not at a football game. But you had to, I had to stick with it until the end of the season, and then I was allowed to quit. So life can be like that now where I sign up for something and I want to stick with it because I feel like I've wasted everything that I've invested in it if I quit. But that's just not true. You're wasting time by continuing to do it if it's not lighting you up. One example is Spanish. I learned Spanish and I mean, I went all in. I had books. I had a tutor. I had we did a Spanish immersion program in Guatemala, like the whole family. And I was conversationally fluent, sort of. I mean, you know, I could get by and I can still get by with patience somewhat. But I envisioned myself like blah, 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 like totally rattling off Spanish phrases. And when I signed up for yoga teacher training, I realized that I just could not do both. I was doing flashcards for my yoga poses and they all have these long Sanskrit names and Peshi Motunasana, Bada Kanasana, you know, all these things that were new to my ears. And I'm also trying to figure out my Spanish flashcards. And finally, I just realized I can't do both. I've got to give one up. But when I finally gave up the Spanish, it did feel like a relief. And I can always come back to it. That's the other thing is don't tell yourself it's like never again can you return to this thing. Um, I was thinking about this when my daughter was looking at those find an image books. They're kind of like, where in the world is Waldo? But we have Christmas ones and the pictures are gorgeous. You know, they have all these antique uh, or vintage Christmas ornaments and you're supposed to find certain objects in there. So we sit there and we look for the hidden objects and it occurred to me that this is kind of like looking for your thing. So you sit there and you stare at the page, you look high, you look low. The other person next to you is also looking. So we're both competing to find, you know, the thing. And that's how it can also feel with our, our um, passions. It can feel like you're competing with other people. When Lauren Harrell was on the podcast, she said that the idea occurred to her to illustrate and write a children's book years ago. And she just feels like because she didn't do it, she always had that thought that it left her and maybe somebody else got that idea. So you can feel like other people are in competition with you, but really the hidden objects that we're looking for aren't necessarily going to be taken if somebody else, um, you know, if I start doing pottery, it doesn't mean that my neighbor can't also do pottery. If I start a podcast, it doesn't mean that you can. Um, 
you, so we're looking for those objects though in the hidden books, the hidden images. You're looking for an airplane. Or you say yellow, I think it said a yellow plane. So I'm looking all over, picturing a yellow airplane in my head. And I walked away from it, came back after supper, and my eyes immediately fell on one of those triangle carpentry planes. And I was like, ah, oh, that's it. It had hidden, it was right there in front of me. And that's how our interest can be too. I thought for a while, I felt this pull to like learn how to speak in front of people. And I didn't want to do it necessarily, but I felt this strange pull. And so I even went to a couple of Toastmasters meetings, but I did not get that zing of excitement. And I kind of just put off joining and sort of lost the business card for the lady. So it turns out that maybe public speaking is not for me, but right now I'm sharing my words with people, but I'm not standing on a stage and turning beet red. So it's kind of like that airplane. I thought it was going to look one way, but it actually looks a different way and it's fine. You just have to be open to um, experiencing something in a way that is different than you thought. So like I was saying, I walked away and came back later. So sometimes if you're having trouble figuring out what your thing is, maybe you think it's being a personal um, fitness coach, but it's just not working out. Maybe you walk away and you may come back to it later. For me, functional medicine was like that. I researched it, and this was five years ago. I'd almost forgotten about it. I'd spoken with a local doctor who was taking classes in functional medicine and talked to her about it. Like I cold called her on the phone, and I can't believe I forgot about that. And so then I just, I don't know, I was interested, but I was in the process of changing jobs. And I mean, at that time, I guess I had a baby in daycare and, you know, life just got busy. So I put it on the back burner and I went after other things. Like I think around that time, I also, that was when I started learning Spanish and I started a blog. And so I, I was also growing increasingly frustrated that patients didn't seem to recognize that their autoimmune skin disease diseases were part of a bigger picture. They just didn't seem to realize that their diets and lifestyle could play a role. And I came across a Mark Hyman. He's a um, got an unfortunate last name, but he's a functional medicine doctor. And I heard one podcast. I don't even remember what the subject was, but I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh, this is so fascinating to me. And so I started looking into it all over again. And I was kind of having flashbacks of a few years ago and just one of those things where the time in my life wasn't right, but now it is. And I've signed up to start classes in January. Last thing I'll say, well, maybe the last thing. Um, another way when you have those hidden object books is to look at it from a unique or different perspective. So sometimes I'll flip the book upside down or I'll stand up and try to look at it from a distance. We can become so focused on finding our thing that we just don't see the forest for the trees. When we lived in Montana, I went through a few months where I was obsessed with knitting. I joined a knitting group. I made knitted gifts for lots of people. I checked out library books on knitting. They didn't have YouTube back then, or I would have been watching some YouTube videos. And then weeks and months went by and I was not knitting. So what happened? 
Well, we moved. We moved from Montana to Washington, D.C., and it turns out I did not love knitting as much as I loved the ladies in the knitting group I was with. I loved being around the ladies my mom's age because we were living 2,000 miles from Georgia. It was their company that I wanted, not the yarn. And it took moving away from the thing for me to realize it wasn't a true passion. So sometimes if you'll shift your perspective on a thing, it'll help you see that it may not necessarily be that thing. Um, You know, it may be a running group and you're not passionate about running as much as you are passionate about spending time with these people that you like. So, yeah, if you find a bunch of different things at once that interest you, it's not going to work out very well. Your brain just can't separate each item. So you end up not not doing any of them very well. It's kind of like those books. If you look at if you look for an airplane, a teddy bear and a bicycle all at the same time, you're just not going to find them all. You're probably not going to find any of them. It was like when I was doing the yoga teacher training in the Spanish, I couldn't do any one thing really well. So my take-home message is to try something. Action does lead to clarity, but not too much action. Be mindful of which things light you up and which things feel like you have to keep doing them. And just try something this week, y'all. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast, Recharting Your Life with Hope. Everything I discuss in this show reflects my own views and opinions and not those of my employer. Although I'm a physician assistant in my real life, any advice or tips you hear on this show should not be used as medical advice. If you like what you hear, come on over to HopeThePA.com or follow me on Instagram at HopeThePA.com.